0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Get It Together, your favorite podcast where I talk about everything you're doing wrong at work and how to do it right. Easy, easy, right? So today's uh, today's topic is, it's actually twofold. Um, our guest is Kara Schaefer, who's a recruiter at BuzzFeed. Hello, Kara. Hello, guys. Um, I'm really excited. Usually we do one topic here at the Get It Together podcast, but today we're actually going to do two podcasts because there were two things that I really wanted to dive into with Kara. Um, we're going to talk about first just what it's like to work at BuzzFeed because I just from all of my experience with Intern Queen and Career Queen and talking to so many college students, like everyone who graduates and is like, you know, one to 10 years out of college, I feel like they all want to work at BuzzFeed, right? So I think it would be a miss to our listener to not talk about like what it's really like and what some of the jobs are like and what people do and... I don't know like how creative is it you would think it's just like everyone is just connected and on Instagram all day or something I don't know but um and just like doing cool stuff and on set but I'm just curious to hear like what we think it is versus you know what it really is, you know, the good stuff, the challenging stuff, just like all of it. Um, and then uh, the topic that I definitely want to get into, um, and I'll tell you guys a little bit more later in the episode about why is I want to talk about how to quit your job because people quit their job every day, right? That's something natural that happens. And I just don't know that there's advice out there on it. Like, how how do you know how to quit your job? Like, do you ask your mom? Do you ask your boyfriend? Like, who do you ask? And are they giving the right advice? And I just think there needs to be some, like, universal advice out there that could apply to anyone in any industry, any job. So that's kind of our, that's our agenda for today's podcast, everybody. But... Um, Kara, are you excited? Absolutely. Um, well, maybe we'll start, Kara, with you give every, giving everyone a uh, brief introduction um, of like who you are and some of your previous experiences
1: and, and what you do as the recruiter at BuzzFeed. Sure. Absolutely. So I actually stepped into recruiting about uh, two and a half years ago now. Um, I was at the Honest Company um, and... Got to step into recruiting based on a need on the team. Um, I was working in event planning and office management and was looking for something new and challenging. Um, And stepped right into recruiting and fell in love immediately. Um, My job is essentially talking to people all day um, and being that person that can get you to your dream job. I mean, how cool is that?
0: I mean, you like have the keys to the, um, I want to say the Magic Kingdom, but this isn't Disney, so the Magic Castle.
1: (laughs) Feels like it.
0: I love that. So- I have so many questions for you. I'm going to have to reel it in here. Um, so I, I think my first question is actually kind of about your role as a recruiter. Because a lot of people don't realize in college that recruitment is some like a field that they can actually go into. Some mm-hmm. people – I know some colleges have uh, human resources programs where people can actually major in that or specialize in that. Like – if I'm a college student right now or even like I'm – maybe I'm kind of in between jobs. I haven't really figured out what I want to do yet. Like what are some clues that you might want to be a recruiter? Like what are some of your strengths that you think translate
1: really well into sure. know, being a recruiter? Great question. Um, first and foremost, if you're a people person, yeah, you're probably going to be great as a recruiter.
0: Right. And so know? many people are – people, mm-hmm. people, right? But they don't realize that recruitment is an option. So I think that's such a good point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I i have always been an outgoing person. I've mm. always been uh, very bubbly and and um, just ready to listen to people and, and learn more about people. Um, it's almost I, like you're a casting agent. Kind of, Right? Yeah. You're
0: like casting people in the right role, but instead right. of for a movie, it's for a job. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So um yeah I mean it's really a, a chance to um, get to know people mm-hmm. on on a personal level um you know as a recruiter you're also keeping those strong relationships with hiring managers at the companies you work with so really understanding the needs of, of teams and really understanding what they do right um, until you know that you won't be able to talk to candidates right um, so it's a challenge in in that regard to understand what Different parts of the company do right. um, and then be able to find those magical unicorns that can fit that job perfectly, right. So yeah, if you're if you're a people person, if you want to learn, if you want to if you're the kind of person that wants to learn something new every day, mm-hmm. that's that's the job for you
0: and so for everyone who's kind of looking at BuzzFeed from the outside, right? and thinking, I don't know, I mean, I'm going to exaggerate a little bit here. But like when I think of working at BuzzFeed, I think of like, People on YouTube, I think of, like, content out the brain. I think of, like, ping pong. I imagine that you guys have, like, ping pong tables and beanbag chairs. And people are just, like, happy and jumping off the walls (laughs) and, like, creation, creation, creation. I don't know. I, like, picture people with video cameras. Like, what is kind of – I know on Instagram people always do, like, the – what is it? The reality versus – or, like, Instagram versus reality. Right. Like, what is it like – how would you contrast, like, my opinion of BuzzFeed with the reality of, like, what, what it's like and, like, what – I know there's so many different roles, but, like, what people do there all
1: day? Sure. I mean, honestly, you're not completely off.
0: <laughs> people um, are upside down <laughs> hanging we, from
1: camera. Yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Um, I think the big thing about BuzzFeed and, and working for a company um, that's similar is it's a completely creative and innovative environment. You come into work every day. you're excited to work with like minded people. Um you're excited to um, you know show off your strengths, but also be willing to learn every day. Um I constantly learn from everyone around me. So coming in with a smile, having that um, confidence coming in, knowing that you're gonna do something that's um, exciting and that people are going to love, and in many ways, make a giant impact um, on the world. Um, There's so much that our news team has done, um, so much that our content creators have done to really share our voice. And
0: I'm taking note of all the different jobs (laughs) you're mentioning. Like, ooh, news team, content creation, right? Because, like, there must be like we said, a variety of different departments that you guys are always, you know, sure, yeah, looking for.
1: Yeah. And and my job as a recruiter, specifically working with our, our content team and with our video team and our creative teams, um, I feel like I'm a creative myself. Um, you know, just hearing what they're working on. And, and like you said before, it kind of is like that. You'll see cameras coming through and lighting coming through and they set up things very quickly. Um, and it's just a fun... Um, it's just fun to see. And it's fun to have the leadership team being so present and listening to all of the crazy, amazing ideas that our employees have. Every right.
0: Day. And I'm just thinking, if let's say I'm a couple years out of school and I'm kind of creative. Maybe I'm a freelancer. Maybe mm-hmm. I do something with production or social media or content. Like, Am I the kind of person that should, you know, that could consider a job at a place like Buzzfeed because I feel like for like those freelance creative types, there's not you know sometimes it can be hard to find a place that like Mary is maybe you're looking for a little bit more stability in a corporate structure, but also still allows you to be creative. Like, is that the kind of person that could
1: go to Buzzfeed? Absolutely, one hundred percent. We hire freelancers and our freelancers are a part of the team. You know, they work with us every day. Um, They're just as involved in the topic and and content that we're creating. Um, We also have a fantastic fellowship program. So if you're a few years out of school um, and you have interest in production um, or in edit or or what have you, that's an amazing option, whether that's three months, six months, or a year where you get to work with the company. And if you shine, then you get a full-time job out of that um, and be a part of the team full-time. And then the magic question is how did you get your job yeah, at BuzzFeed? Great question.
0: Since you are the recruiter, how did you get
1: <laughs> recruited? It is kind of it is kind of funny being a recruiter interviewing and by, you know, interviewed <laughs> by a recruiter. Um so right. funny story, I didn't have confidence in myself when I saw the BuzzFeed recruiter role posted. I thought to myself, there's no way I'm going to get that. That is my dream job, but there's just no way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really sad because we should have that confidence. If right. we know we're good at something, right. like go you out can, for it. Right. You can do it. Yep. So I didn't apply the first day it was posted. And when my husband nudged me the next day, hey, did you interview or did you um, apply? And I was like, no, I, I'm not going to get it. Why, why would I even apply? And he was like, that's the most silly response I've ever heard you go apply right now and I did and I heard back the next day to set up my first interview I love that so it was amazing I probably cried I was very excited right um, I've obviously since college even you know been dreaming of an opportunity to work for BuzzFeed um, so walking in that you know first day of my interviews um, just knowing that I was meant to be there knowing it was a good fit for me that's all I needed. That's where right. it starts. Just I love having that. that.
0: And yeah. I love that you had someone that, you know, was close to you and you, you essentially had a support system and yep. someone to say, go for it and go do that. And I think we all kind of need to be that. It's, I think we all need to think about who we can be that person for, right? Yep. Like who in our life just needs like a just a little, a little tap, right? A little tappy tap tap. Yep. Say, Hey, like you can do it. Go do that job. That's
1: great. Absolutely.
0: Um, when you were saying that, you are a recruiter, and it was just, you know, it's funny that, like, you're the recruiter that will be doing the interviewing, yet you were getting interviewed. It reminded me of this thing, and I, I feel like maybe this isn't real, maybe I'm making this up, but <laughs> I think I read once that when Mark Zuckerberg was interviewing Sheryl Sandberg, they were negotiating, and she made some comment like, you know, this is the last time I'm going to be on this side of the table. Like from here on out, once we negotiate wow. my deal, like I'm on your team. And just watch that and not be real. Cheryl Sandberg calls me tomorrow and is like, <laughs> "You're making up lies." <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving on. So, very good. And again, we are going to take questions at the end of the podcast um, from our special our special in studio audience today. Yeah, <laughs> intern queen, career queen, team holding up the fort. So if um, if you guys have questions about what it's like to work at BuzzFeed, we can certainly uh, take those at the end of the podcast, too. Um, cool. So I want to dive into the second part of this podcast, um, which is how <laughs> how to quit your job and do it in the right way. And just to give you a little bit of background, um, I don't think it's a secret, but uh, at Intern Queen, we had a lot of turnover at the end of 2018, 20, like we're in 2019, at 2018, And we had so many people leave some, you know, some good, some bad, some happy, some sad, like just every situation possible. And I felt like there were so many awkward things happening with the, with people who were leaving their job. I mean, just like, I remember reading a resignation letter where the word resignation was spelled registration. And I was like, really? (laughs) Um, Or like a, to whom this may concern. And I was like, you know my name. (laughs) You work here. I was like, but like just these letters that I was like, where did people, like, where did they get this information? Um, I had people write. Like, again, just such weird things. I had some people just disappear and not even, like, disappear for three days and then not even, like, actually quit until, like, three days after they disappeared. So just weird stuff. So I kind of wanted to dive in, and I thought together we can almost craft our own, like, do's and don'ts for quitting. And I do want to reiterate that, like, quitting a job is okay. Mm -hmm. Like, people quit all the time, right? Um, But I do think there's a respectable way to do it so that – You know, A, you don't burn the bridge because even if you're not great at your job, I don't think that means you have to burn the bridge. Like, I think I respect that, like, some people are a fit for a role and some people aren't, and it doesn't have to end bad. Right. Um, And when it does, it's usually, I think, because the end was handled wrong. Right. So, anyways, let's just kind of open it up for conversation. I'm curious, just as someone that's in recruiting, I guess, A, like, do you have to deal with this? Like, if someone's leaving, like, what's kind of the process? like Does this go through your desk? Do they write the resignation to you, to the executive they're working under? How does it work?
1: Great question. Yeah. So I am in recruiting, which is a part of human resources, um, but our human resource business partners who are dedicated to each department within a company, um, those are the ones that handle uh, resignations um, and You know, recruiting is the start of their experience at a company, and then HR is kind of uh, everything else. So when thinking about quitting a job, you know, Mm -hmm. if it's the right choice for you, it's a great opportunity.
0: Right. And you mean someone got it, right? Like another great opportunity. Exactly. Mm -hmm.
1: Just know that that was a good decision on your part. It doesn't matter – you shouldn't feel bad about leaving. You, you know, if it's a great opportunity for you, by all means, go for it. And because right, you have
0: to advocate for yourself. Like, exactly. if you're not going to do it, like, no one else is going to. So you right. have to be that person that says, this is good for me. I got to go, yep, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And if you are properly giving in notice, you know, your two weeks, which is the um, appropriate amount of time. Write up that resignation resignation letter. Write you it. You mean to the registration letter. Registration <laughs> letter. Write it to your manager. Write it to your manager and CCHR, because um, essentially you are giving resignation to your manager. Um, and if you're if you've worked with your manager, if you have you know that relationship, that's what you owe them. You know, right. you don't don't burn your bridges. You never know who you're going to work with again.
0: Right. So I'm literally taking notes as you're talking. So questions I have for you. Yeah. All right. So let's say, and we just had this happen a couple weeks ago. Let's say that, uh, you're leaving, Mm -hmm. right? You've decided you're going to leave your job. You have another opportunity, whether it's your dream opportunity or whatever opportunity, right? But the new company, and this happens a lot. And uh, I try really consciously to not be on, on, on the other side of this. I try really consciously not to do this, but like, what if, you know, I want to quit my job, I'm applying for something else. And that recruiter who offers me the job is like, well, we need you to start Monday. And I'm like, well, I need to give my company two weeks notice. And they're like, we don't care. You need to start Monday, which mm-hmm. so many companies do. I mean, I've had a couple people leave where, you know, maybe they'll give a week and a half or like whatever, but it's, you know, it's not the full two weeks. I mean, I, I, I get it, you mm-hmm. know, but like, what do you, what do you do? Like, what's your, can you say to the new job person, like, is there anything you can say?
1: Absolutely. Um, I, you know, any company is going to respect if you say, "Hey, I want to be respectful of where I've been. I've been here for a few years. I really, you know, love the team that I've been working with, and I owe it to them to give them notice. I want to be there for them to support them during this transition. What can? What time frame can you give me? Um, you know, and if that if they give you a week and a half, if they give you a week. Then, you know, thank them and go back to your employer and say, hey, listen, I asked for this time. I really want to give you this time so I can help with the transition, but they need me to start right away. Um, What is it, you know, what can I do in this next week or week and a half that will help with this transition?
0: I love this. We Mm -hmm. are just painting the rules for (laughs) success here, you guys, how to quit your job in the right way. So, all right. So here's what I wrote down because I I do think people and we need to like um, make a youtube video about this too like this needs to be everywhere so what you're recommending is that okay so i'm getting offered a job so i I literally say to them i wrote it down word for word i say i want to be respect i want to be respectful to the company i've worked at you know what time frame can you give me you know Mm -hmm. if it's not two weeks like what is it and then i love what you said about going to your current company and i think so much of it is like showing that you understand right and being able to say um you know, I know that I'm putting you in a tough situation. Because I think when you – it's like any argument you get into with anyone, right, or any awkward situation, like you want to show that you understand the problem, right? Exactly. So – I know I'm putting you in a tough situation. I want to be as helpful as possible. This company is really asking me to, you know, commit to them in five days, whatever it is. Like, how can I be helpful? And and then you could even say something like, um, and I think we had someone say this recently, like, I'll be available before work, mm-hmm. after work, like, I'm here, right? Yep. Because I think that really helps, like, A, keep the relationship intact, and it just... I think it doesn't make the employer feel as like you know left out on an island to kind of figure out how to replace the exactly yeah the person. Um, I I really like that. I think that's a that's a good way to do it. And I also like what you said about sending an email to your manager and mm-hmm. then copying HR or like at Intern Queen we have someone who handles operations. So um, like operations and HR a little bit. So like you know to your manager to that person. Now a couple more questions. Yeah. So just digging into this. So. Do you have a conversation first or do you send the letter first?
1: I think conversation. You absolutely can. Um, and in my recent um, transition into a new job, I had that conversation first with my manager before anything else. Um, and it was, uh, I mean, it was a wonderful conversation. Ultimately, she was happy for me. Um, we had a great working relationship and I felt comfortable coming to her first and explaining um, the good news, um, but also that I was sad, and that it would be a hard um, departure because I was very happy. Um, and you know, once we had that conversation, there were some tears. It was a happy time. Oh,
0: that's nice. Um, that's always yeah, ideal, right?
1: Exactly. Uh, best case scenario. Um, after that, then we went to HR and um, let them know, and I and I, I typed up the official resignation letter to have that um, in paper. Um, and I, you know, that was the best case, you know, and I, I did, I was able to give in the, the full two weeks, um, ideal
0: scenario, ideal
1: right? scenario. And in the end, you know, if you're working at a company <coughs> and you have a great time there, your manager is going to be happy for you, um, just right. to see you growing.
0: Right. And okay. So on that question, mm-hmm. how, and I think this has changed a little bit. You know, we live in a we. I think we're right in the middle of a very changing time at work, right? Just, yep. like, across the board. I could go on about this all day. Like, hiring is different. Things are different. And we're right in the middle of the change. I, like, feel the change. But people used to, I think, stay at jobs for an average of 11 years. And now I believe it's down to, like, two to three years, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys see that um, at BuzzFeed, too. But how long – like I remember in my first job, I worked at CAA, the talent agency. It was like, okay, you stay for a year and then you figure it out, yep. right? Like how long is long enough to be at a job? Like when I look at someone's resume and I see that they were somewhere for like two or three months, I'm always like red flag city. Yeah. Like what totally. am I missing here? What do I need to know? Why did you leave so fast? Like that sounds like mm-hmm. a lot of wasted time, right? Ah, Absolutely. But like how, what is that perfect amount of time to stay somewhere before
1: you kind of reevaluate? Sure. And, and I think, you know, if it, it's different if you're a freelancer, Completely makes sense. You're hired on for a projects, you know, specific work, um, so that would make sense. You're only there for a limited period of time. Um, but as a full time employee, um, I just, you know, from my experience, um, my first job, I only worked for a year, but that was very much a stepping stone into right. what I wanted to and that's do. That's pretty
0: common. I feel like first job to stay a year.
1: Yep. And then my second year, I was there for four years. So it's really,
0: so we'll say three. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> um, I think. What I would say is that it's really a matter of being fulfilled. You want to, you want to do a job. You want to challenge yourself. And if you get to a point where you're not challenged anymore and you feel like you're not growing, that's the time.
0: I I agree. And I usually think a year is like a good – like if I see someone work somewhere for a year, I'm like, okay, respectable. They went there. They figured something out. They worked through something. And then I'm always interested as like the interviewer to find out. Like I always – we've been doing a lot of hiring lately. My question is always like, why did you leave and what are you looking for? Because if I feel like my company – I remember a girl applied to work at Intern Queen and she had come from like one of our – kind of like not a direct competitor, but like another kind of career company. Sure. And I know enough about this company to know that it's basically my company. Like it's the same thing. We cover the same stuff. It's the same size. And I I said to her on the phone, I was like, what are you going to get here that you didn't get there? Because the answer is probably not much. Like it's probably going to be pretty similar, right? Mm -hmm. And that was, and she didn't have a lot to say there and we didn't hire her, but that was kind of a red flag to me Yep. because I was like, you have to know. As a, and I'm getting into hiring, but, like, you have to know as a job seeker, like, what you're looking for. Like, I want to hire people that are going to stay, right? That's ideal is exactly. that people stay. So if they don't know what they're, you know, looking for, and I mean in terms of, like, a company environment, like, do they want something flexible, not flexible? And I could just tell, like, this one person didn't know. And again, knowing what I knew about this other company, I was like, right. too, too confusing.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so I wrote down a couple reasons why people quit their jobs. Um, we tackled the dream job a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I agree. We just had someone leave a couple weeks ago to go take her dream job. And, like, A, I can't – come none of us can compete with your dream job, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone has different dream jobs. And when you get your dream job, like, you got to go. Exactly. You just – you get a feeling in your gut, and y- you got to go do it. And when you exit, you try to kind of follow some of the tips that we've been talking about. You try to do it in the best way possible. Yep. Um, now here's something to chat about. So I've had a couple people leave in the past because I remember like one situation, I think it was like in 2014 or 2015, someone was leaving because of money, right? They got offered a job that was like, it was a significantly more money. And, you know, sometimes we can compete financially. Sometimes we can't. And it's small business, intern queen land over here. Mm-hmm. So, but I remember saying to her, we, we were like, our office has no privacy. So whenever we have these conversations, we're always like walking down the block. So I remember walking down the block. My team's my they know our <laughs> office. So I'm like walking down the block. And this team member who I loved and we're still in touch with her, um, She didn't necessarily quit in the wrong way by any means, but I just remember she was like, it kind of came out of nowhere. I got a job. It's more money. I said yes. And I remember saying to her, and I'm, like, avoiding saying her name right now purposely because I love her, Mm -hmm. but I was like, wait, like – not that we could have paid you that much more, but like we could have had a conversation, yes. right? Like yep. I really valued her. I thought that she was a great member of the team, and we could have at least tried. And she ended up leaving our company, going to this other company, ended up hating it, leaving after three months, and then called me back. And we had already hired, and I was like, "No, you left. Yeah. You know, I want you back." Mm-hmm. But um, and again, we're still in touch with her. We have a great thing. But I, I just always say like never assume, right? Like never assume that you can't at least have the conversation because if you do like your job,
1: like do you, I mean, what do you have to say about that? 100% agree. If you have a great relationship with your team, with your supervisor, 100% you should have that conversation. Um, You know, it's, I think a lot of people worry that it's going to be seen as a, oh, they're just, you know, using this offer to leverage us and get more money. And, you know, that may be a little bit if you know your worth elsewhere, but you really have to weigh out what the job is going to do for you. And if if yes, it may be a lot more money, but if you're not getting more opportunity, if you're not getting more responsibility, and it's not going to challenge you. You may after three months leave, right? And you know that is that a long term? Is that beneficial long term? No. Um, so it's really. Better understanding what your current company can do for you, right? And if that new offer is more money, you ask for more money. If that new offer gives you a different opportunity, you ask for that different opportunity where you're at. If right. you're happy there,
0: right? And I always say, also these are like random tips. I always say, like ask for more than you want. Yep, they're probably going to meet you in the middle. Yep, ask for more. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the other thing I was going to say about that? Um, I mean, I feel like as the employer, like if a team member has a conversation with me about money and we can't do anything, like there's no budging, right? The other side of that is that sometimes it's not about them personally. It's about a stupid spreadsheet, right, that, like, doesn't Mm -hmm. have feelings. Right. (laughs) Stupid (laughs) spreadsheets. (laughs) Er, Like, you should see my conversations that I have with our CFO about our budget. They're very fun. (laughs) Um, But, um, you know, I do think that I've definitely been in situations where I've, on the the other side of that, had people ask for more money. I've had to say no, even when I, like, love them. And it kills me. And and then I usually know. Like, I know they're unhappy and I have a clue. And then, like, I don't think it's fair for me to be super surprised if they leave, right? Right. right. So I think there's just so many different ways to look at it. And then, it's so, okay, so I had written down dream job because I'm trying to think reasons you quit your job. Like, mm-hmm. dream job, more money. Then I have the word mistake. Now... And I'm thinking about a specific city. Me, I'm like the Taylor Swift of uh, (laughs) employers here. Like, I'm thinking of people's faces. So I. I wouldn't really fire – I don't think I would fire someone based on a mistake. I've told um, my team before, when I was an assistant, I made so many weird, crazy, embarrassing mistakes. Like, I did everything wrong. So someone – I can't even imagine what someone would have to do for me to fire them, right, Mm -hmm. which is scary for all of us. um, Executive assistant Lucia is like, whew, my goodness. <laughs> but um no, seriously, like I unless it was something that was like maybe like mean or violent, right? Like I yep. don't even know what someone would do. So I, I remember we had a situation where someone messed up and I got upset about it and they quit the next day. And I remember being so frustrated because I think that like we all make mistakes and like, of course people are going to get upset about it, but like you have to sort of own the responsibility and then you go back the next day and you like make it better. You know, you make it awesome and you learn from your mistakes, like mistakes happen. And sometimes there's big mistakes. Sometimes there's small mistakes. I don't think you quit over a mistake unless like, I don't know, unless something super inappropriate happens. Yep. what, what is your kind of take on that? Like, yeah. do you quit your job because you make a mistake? I mean, it's one thing, I guess, to get fired over a mistake. Another sure. thing to quit because, like, you're – I mean, I get it. You feel embarrassed, right? right. And you don't want to, like, face it the next day. We've all been in trouble by someone before, right? Sure. But, like, what's your advice for that?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, I think of it this way. If you are not making mistakes, how are you learning? Right. Um, so if you're making – if you make a mistake – understand what you did what went wrong right F- you know figure out a, a plan for going forward okay should this happen again here's my plan and then the other part of it is coaching your your manager should provide that additional insight into what went wrong how to solve it going forward and just coach in the moment um, I think too often uh, a manager will be nervous to talk to an employee about what went wrong. Um, and when you're not coaching in the moment, you're missing that opportunity to help them grow and, and learn. Um, so if you just run away from your mistakes, how are you learning? Right. Um, so, I, I, you know, 100% do not quit. If you make a mistake, talk to your manager, understand what <coughs> went wrong and have a plan going forward. That's That's how you'll grow.
0: I totally agree. I have this story. I think I wrote about it in my second book, Welcome to the Real World, where I was at my first job at the talent agency and I was so bad at my job. I was making mistakes left and right. And I never quit. Like My parents wouldn't let me quit. They're like, you can't be a quitter. And I wouldn't have let myself quit. But I was so bad at my job that I literally called up my boss over the weekend. And she lives in the Palisades. And I was like, I'm coming to town. And she was probably like, what the heck is my assistant doing driving here on the weekend? And I drove to her. And I remember we we went to Starbucks in the Palisades, and I was just like, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I feel like you're going to fire me at every second. You know, what can I do better? And I'm so glad I did that because she, A, reassured me that she wasn't going to fire me, yep. and B, she gave me some really great tips and tricks from when she was an assistant, and it was just such a great experience. And so, you know, I just just like don't don't quit and yeah. even if people are upset like that's okay like you make a big mistake people should get upset right it'd be weird if people were just like oh no big deal it's just a business no big right. deal right you you want people that are passionate and care within reason but um but yeah i like that we said that you don't have to yeah. quit if you make a mistake just like it's it's okay learn from it and exactly. then for your next job interview you'll have a great uh, story of uh, how you overcame you know absolutely yep a situation so um I have a couple more things on this topic, and then we'll kind of wrap this up and go into questions. So I guess we kind of already talked talked about this one. I put um, tapped by a competitor, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't – I'm sure there's plenty of competitors to BuzzFeed, I imagine. I don't know what the big ones are. I'm like – Yep. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Anyways um, – How do you handle that? Like what if someone's going to work for a company that's competitive to like a BuzzFeed? How do you handle that? And is that the kind of person that you like? You just want them out or you still want them to go through the protocol? Like what would you recommend?
1: I think it really depends. Um, If you are tapped by a competitor who you're interested in working for, again, you have that open discussion with your manager. Hey, I've had a great time here I've learned so much um, but I have this opportunity and I'm excited about it Mm -hmm. Um, you know and and
0: And what if it's an opportunity that you know your manager's gonna hate like it's like I'm like it's it's buzz spin right (laughs) right. but you know
1: and that may happen. Um, and again, you know, and as I mentioned before, it's about you, and it's about the opportunity you're going to get. It's not right. about your manager. Right? They'll find they'll find a new. They'll you. figure it out, right? They may miss you, but they'll find right. a new you. It's about you and 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 what you want in your career. And right. You have to grow. Right. Um, you deserve to grow. So your manager, at the end of the day, will be happy for you know with that. If it's a direct competitor, and there's some. Issue with work, you know, still working. Um, you know, they may ask you to depart to earlier. It depends on what that opportunity is. But be op- open up front. Don't, right. you know, don't hold it back. Don't wait until the last moment. If it's a great opportunity and you want that job, By all means, you know you should take that job, but having a conversation first to to you're right, having an
0: open and honest conversation about it. Yep, saying I even like what you said about like I'm really excited about this opportunity. Mm -hmm. Now I'm like the employer, right? So I'm like the psycho lady over here. So my question for you, and I'm genuinely asking this too, is like, okay, so like person leaves intern queen, they go to like you know, whatever, intern princess, not, mm-hmm. not a thing, <laughs> um, but, you know, to work. I guess, you know, my concern would be, like, confidentiality. And, like, I would want to make sure that they're aware of, like, what they can and can't do based on either an employment contract or an NDA that they've signed or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is there any, like, sort of advice in terms of that stuff so that they're not, like, how do you, how do you make sure people aren't taking, like, "Quote unquote company property." Yeah, in, in light terms, I'm sure there's a deep, deeper legal conversation there. But like, how do you make sure that people aren't taking like one company's property and like using it to directly benefit another?
1: Yeah, um, great question. And I and I think some companies may have you know non compete clauses or, or what have you when you sign right. your employment employment contract. Um, you know, be a good person. You know, don't don't burn bridges. I know I said that word or that phrase before, but you know, you're going, you're going into this new opportunity because you have experience from where you are. You, you know, you have to thank that company for giving you that experience. Um, So if you're moving into a a new company, be respectful of your previous employers. You know, they, they got you to where you are.
0: I love that. I wish I could like engrave that and give it to everybody. (laughs) It's like, just be respectful, be a good person. Cause you're right. That's all you can really hope for. Um, You know, over the years at Intern Queen, we've had a lot of people come and go. And I think, Like my big takeaway from it all is like what you said. It's like be respectful, be a good person, like be cool about it. Why, you know, why burn a bridge? Why leave on bad terms? Like who wants to deal with negative energy? And when we're hiring now, I always say, we said it yesterday in the office during an interview, like one of our core values is honesty and Mm -hmm. transparency. And I hope that, you know, we give that off as a company and we hope that our team members um employ that trait and employ that trait as well. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Awesome. Well, so let's kind of recap real quick. I have like a scribble (laughs) scrabble of notes here on my notebook of things that we went over. So this is tips and tricks from Lauren and Kara on how to quit your job. So Just kind of recapping some of the stuff we talked about. We said, always try to give a full two weeks notice when you can. And if for some reason you can't, you know, have a conversation with both the new company and the old company about, like, here's what I can do. Like, how – I think the words, how can I help, Mm -hmm. are just so powerful. One of our former employees, Marisol, Shout out, Marisol. Mm. She quit the right way. <laughs> Thanks, Marisol. Love awesome. you. Um, she she taught me that because she always said over and over, how can I help? How can I help? And mm-hmm. it was such a helpful thing. So I think um, I love the way you had said that. And just to remind everybody, Kara had said, um, you say this to your new company. I want to be respectful to the company that I've worked for. You know, if it's not a full two weeks, like, what can you give me? Um, I just – I love that. I'm going to write that down (laughs) and just tell everybody. Um, You also mentioned, Kara, that you should – well, we both said, you know, if you can, if it's appropriate, I guess, within the – within your relationship – uh, with your supervisor, then potentially have a conversation before you send the email. Yep. Um, and you can send the email to your manager and CC either, like, the HR person, the operations person, whoever the right person at your company is. Um, we just talked a lot about, like, showing that you understand the situation and that you're there to do whatever you can to help. Um, we talked about being respectful when you're leaving. We talked about if it's more money that you're after, having a, if you like your job, having a conversation with your current job first. If you don't like your job, then you don't like your job. Right. <laughs> it's not going to matter. We talked about not quitting when you make a mistake, which I hope everyone hears because I know there's a lot of young people and also a lot of parents out there that, like, the second there's an awkward mistake made, they don't want to deal with it. Like, it's okay. Like, mistakes happen at work all the time. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to happen. Um We talked about how to be respectful and, again, a good person if you're tapped by a competitor. And we also said, like, you advocate for you. And I like what you said, Kara. Like, this new job is about you. Right. And you have to advocate for yourself. And when that dream job comes up, like, go run after it. Don't do anything. I mean, you know, like, you got to do it for you. You Mm got to do it for you. So I love that. And then just one more piece of advice to add to the end is uh, stay in touch. Like, um, I actually, I didn't read it yet, but Marisol, who I just referenced, she was with us for about three years, which is like, oh. Uh, Ideal Mm -hmm. for a small business. Um, Her and I are in touch all the time. Like she asked me the uh, um, she asked me the other day for a uh, letter of recommendation for grad school, Um, and I think she just emailed me something about that too. So yeah, you can you know you can have great relationships with people and then like actually stay in touch. Like we have some former employees that will be like, hey, can I volunteer for your event over the summer? I love that.
1: I am I am still connected to all of my previous managers. I'm actually going to one of my. Uh, my last manager in New York, when I lived there, I'm going to her wedding in July. So
0: I love that. You know,
1: it it feels great. Yeah. Like just
0: because you're leaving the company doesn't mean you leave the relationship. And like we said, people leave their jobs all the time. So most likely the people you're around might bounce around anyway. So you're going to want to, you know, hopefully you want to maintain these special relationships. So great. Well, So now the pressure is on our studio audience. And who's in our studio audience today, everybody? Three people. Well, technically four if you count Aaron, who is helping us produce the segment today. Um, All right, so we have um, Alexis, who runs our social strategy at Intern Queen. We have Mila, who's our new intern. She actually goes to school at Woodbury, which is right around the corner from our studio here in Burbank, California. And then we have Lucia, our executive assistant. And um, you know, I feel like these are topics that uh, they're all, everyone's like relatively newish to intern queen. But, you know, I'm sure you guys, hopefully this was helpful for some of your current previous experiences, et cetera. Um, I just want to know if you guys have any questions. So come on up to our little, we have two microphones here in the studio today and let's see.
1: All right. This is Alexis. I just have a quick question about Leaving a job and then going back. I've worked in a company where someone has actually left several times and come back. And from an outsider's perspective, it just didn't look great and that it created some tension and just kind of caused a little bit of mistrust in the company, but after a while it was it, it kind of settled and it made sense. But I guess I just want to know what your thoughts are on, on doing that, on leaving and coming back, and if if it looks bad, if it if it's okay, if you're a good candidate. Um, and if you've had experience with it at any of your jobs. Awesome. I love that. And
0: Kara, yeah, this is all you. Question. I'm so curious to hear what you have to say. Great
1: question. Yeah. so I have definitely seen it before. Um, and you know what? I think it's great. And if you are, again, like our topic, if you are leaving a job properly, if you are giving in that notice, if you're doing it the right way, by all means you're going to you know want to work with those people again. So coming back, you know, making it clear what your intentions are. Hey, you know, I wanted to get this this experience, but I miss being a part of this team and I want to grow um this part of my skill set. And mm-hmm. and having those open conversations with, with everyone you're working with. Um don't come back just because you're like, ah, they'll just take me back. You know, right. go and back. That's and
0: that's probably when it gets really awkward is when every and this I'm right. sure for like you know, we didn't really talk today about like I guess, what a lot of people leaving does, like at my company, when a lot of people left, it was really hard to maintain that culture. And I would assume that, like, if you have someone that's in and out, you know, you have everyone at their desks, like, what's going on? Right. What's happening here?
1: Right. And, yeah, I, you know, I think it's, you know, be clear that you are back for a reason. You're back because you want to be there. Um and, you know, there may be some people that don't understand that. Sit down with them. Explain it to them. Be Right. Be, it's be almost open. like you
0: need your, like, little pitch line, your, like, three-sentence exactly. thing of, like, why you're back. And you yep. just need to, like, be on repeat and be super consistent. And that way it doesn't become gossipy. Like, I heard he's back for this reason. Exactly. Well, I heard he's back for this reason. Yep. Yeah.
1: But it should, it should be a good thing that companies, you know, have employees that want to come back. That's That's true. a great sign of the culture at a company. Yeah. So. That's really
0: interesting. Um, Mila. Come on up with your question. So this is our intern, meal, everybody. Hi. Uh Hello. Nice to meet you. Um, So as a college student who is about to graduate, I'm nervous about applying to jobs, um, especially some of the bigger brands that I've always dreamed of working at. So what advice could you offer to college students who want to work at BuzzFeed or just any other company they're passionate about?
1: Yeah, great question. So I'll first start with... You know, how do you get your foot in the door? You know, say you, you, you know where you want to go. You've targeted what companies you want to be a part of. Um, check out their job boards. If there's no posted jobs, don't worry. Feel free to use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is like the best resource. Feel free to shoot off those messages to recruiters or HR um, reps at companies that you respect. Have a well-written cover letter as to why you deserve that job. Um, be clear on your intentions, what you'll get out of that company, why that company will be a, you know, a great next step for you. And you never know what jobs are coming down the pipeline. Maybe it's a job that's just about to be posted. And in that moment, they're like, oh, this is great. We were just about to open this role. Let's have you come in for an interview. Um, and don't be afraid again, have that confidence. I know I said that earlier today, but have that confidence knowing that you deserve that job you know if you have that that internship experience or if you have that general knowledge of the of the job that you're going out for go for it the worst thing someone could say is not right now
0: Right. I always tell people to flip the script. Like, instead of talking about what you're not qualified for, you know, really focus on why you are qualified for the position. And so many college students come out of college, like Mila, with some awesome internship experiences. Like, Mila has killed it on the internship land. Her resume is super impressive already before the Intern Queen opportunity. So I think just like really talking about that. And Mm -hmm. then also, um, just so as an example, Mila's interning at Intern Queen. And through this experience, even though people, I like to think everyone knows of Intern Queen, but maybe they don't, right? But through her experience with Intern Queen, she's going to be working with Keurig and Whole Foods and Pete's Coffee and all of these cool brands. Awesome. I think sometimes, like, leading with that mm-hmm. is important because I know, like, Mila's interned for some really cool PR companies, and I'm sure they represent cool brands. So being able to kind of, you know, lead with what people know. Yep. Um, don't be like, so I guess like stuck in your resume that you don't really talk about like what you did and some of those other brands that you touched. Cause, yeah. um, you guys, all college students these days are very impressive, have a lot of great info and yeah. can get those dream jobs. So Absolutely. Lucia, you're up next. Come on, come on down.
1: <laughs> Hi everyone. This is Lucia. So my question for you, Cara, will be, um, just from your own experience while recruiting for uh, do you had any experience like fan experiences like while recruiting or like any crazy experience that you can share with us like something I don't know somebody came in to the interview crazy dressed or like at the phone there were like I don't know said something super funny yeah. so just something like that I don't know like you I'm sure you have some great stories
0: I love that and I'm a good sure. thing to end on too a crazy
1: <laughs> story from Kara I love that oh my god I have to think about this um I I've had some some funny ones. I've had some exciting ones. Um, I'm thinking of one um, specific example. We had a candidate come in for an interview for a staff accountant job um, at my previous company, and um, we always put in our emails. You know, we have a casual work environment. Feel free to you know dress to impress or, or what makes you comfortable. And we had someone come in in a full suit and tie, and (laughs) no one else is in a suit and tie at work. Um, But you know what? He killed it. I mean, he killed the interview. Um, And I just thought it was so funny because I think you can easily be like, oh, you know, someone's standing out so much. But maybe it's that standing out that is, you know, making a difference for you, for you. Um I've had, you know, other people reach out in with super funny cover letters and I respect the hustle. I respect right. that so much. Yeah. Um we had someone uh compare himself to uh the baby of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and I thought that was perfect as well. So funny. <laughs> awesome. We like looked at his LinkedIn, we're like, Yeah, he's so right. Um and yeah, <laughs> so just funny. do something different. You know, I I I'm always impressed by that and, you know, giving a recruiter a chance to look further into your background, into your LinkedIn, super smart.
0: I like that. I remember a story one time, um, this friend of mine, I kind of see what he's doing now. He's like kind of like a wacky, funny TV host and uh, he used to send people one one shoe and yep. write some sort of note that was like, now that I have one foot in the door, oh, we've right? Gotten, we've gotten that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. pretty
1: funny, right? You're like, huh, like, What do I do with this one shoe
0: that w- Yeah. <laughs> I want someone to send me that. And then Lucci at her office would be like, Lauren, yep. here is your one shoe that you've yep. requested. <laughs> I love it. Well, Carrie, we, I think we did a good job here and hopefully provided a lot of value for everybody that's trying to uh, get it together with yeah. this podcast, right? So we gave people just kind of sum it up like a lot of great advice about what it's like to work at BuzzFeed. I think Think we gave some great hiring tips and yep. um, then really dove into that, how to quit your job subject, which again, I don't see a lot of advice out online about that. So really excited. And I think a lot of different people, regardless of what age you are really, or what industry you're totally. in, I think can benefit from that conversation. So Kara, yeah. thank you for helping us you're get so it together. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening and uh, tune in next week.